Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. We're back. The fittest podcast in Oakland. We're talking what now? And more so because a bunch of people just crushed the total. We saw PRs and squats, presses, deadlifts. We saw amazing things. And that wasn't even that Saturday event of the total. We saw it throughout the strength training cycle. So now what? What do you do? We're going to talk all the things to take away from the strength training cycle that we just did. Also, what's coming up next and how one, your hard work will benefit you in that. And two, it's going to mix things up. It's going to make you better. And it's going to be a new focus that'll make you feel better, work better, and all around have a great level of fitness as we move into the new year and new challenges. So step back, listen up, and let's enjoy what are we doing now? Let's talk about fun things. Let's talk about positive things, Ben. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm turning this podcast back off right away. We're going to start over. Micah, cut it. No, like, uh, no uh, editing. We're no, going to talk about happy no, things. No more positive bullshit. <laughs> ben needs to go on a grumpy rant. A so gr- buckle up. A grumpy rant. No, Is kidding. that one of our lifestyle habits for next year? Grumpy rants. <laughs> I actually think you should all find someone you love and give them the signal safe word or emoji and go, this is event, buckle up 30 minutes, just take along the ride with me. Don't try to solve the problem. Exactly. Um, (laughs) If you've never been to therapy or couples counseling, that is a tool they use (laughs) and it works beautifully because sometimes you just need to explode verbally. Yes. And doing it to someone who's just ready to listen and accept and not call you on your bullshit when you need to be called on your bullshit. This is not the time. The time time. is to tell me I'm wonderful and everything I say is good. (laughs) That's my instructions to my husband. Just tell me I'm awesome. Good job, Ed. But but what if I... No, just tell me I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So all of you are awesome. Thank you for listening to us. No, this is not actually going to be a Ben rant. I might rant, but it'll be in positive directions. Yes. Um, Because we're talking about really cool stuff. We are. Also, uh, right now I'm actually incredibly positive and I walked in the gym this morning with a big smile on my face because we have a pop of color on the oh, gym. The pop of color. So in the next, you see it. I was going to say in the next few days, you will notice something different about the gym. Yes. And if you don't notice something different about the gym, I will question things. <laughs> <laughs> or or I'll give you a hug because you obviously are looking at your feet like Eeyore or you're angry like, um, what's an always angry character? I don't know. Angry Beavers. We'll go with that. Oh. 90s Nickelodeon cartoon. Oh. Early 2000s maybe? No, 90s. 90s. So either you're really angry all the time or you're grumpy or sad like Eeyore. What about Oscar the Grouch? 
Ooh, that works too. Okay. That works too. Or you just like got your head in the clouds like um, Charlie Brown? Does Charlie Brown have his head in the clouds? I don't know. I don't think so. Pigpen has his head in the clouds, but it's a cloud of dirt. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So you're just kind of dreamy, but yeah, there there might be something cool on on the at the gym that you can let us know if you see it. Yep, it's hidden. It's well hidden. Well hidden. <laughs> Very hidden. All right. So that made you happy. That made me happy. All right. You know what made me happy? What made you happy? Saturday's event, the CrossFit Total. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so cool. Thank you to everyone who came. And if you missed it, you know what? We do it every year. You're in luck. <laughs> Yes, so I think we're going to talk about the total. Yes, I have to say something first. Yeah, please. I am sorry to everyone I said no lift or no rep to. Yeah. I hated doing that. It hurts my soul. Especially when you didn't include it in the standards. I did. I talked to that person. <laughs> I actually warned them the lift prior. I know, I know. So I know. We got to add that though next, yes, next year. Yeah. Yes, So, So um, yes. if you are warned and then you repeat it, I am sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. No, it, it doesn't count. <laughs> it, it still hurts my soul. Trust me. It does. I would rather me. It's way more fun to say good, great lift, winner, winner, chicken dinner than to go, no. And we definitely didn't have very many no lifts. Yes. The, it was kept to a minimum. The funniest one, and I don't think she'd mind me sharing. Okay. And if she gets mad at me, I'm going to say, I love you, but come on now. Well, let's not name names then. So somebody. Well, let's just say she PR'd all three lifts. Oh. So I'm not going to. But she, on the press, took a walkabout. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she, that was funny. she looked at me like, how could you no rep this? And I <laughs> told her. We said no movement below the waist on a press. Well, and it was, and it was funny because she took a little step on the next one, but her legs didn't bend at all. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to be leaning here and give you this one. Uh, but. When you took four steps and your knees literally bent and extended to help you get the bar up. Yeah, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. And, and it's okay, but... Uh, not for the total. We have, we have standards. We have standards. So. Well, anyway, besides those sad and, moments. And they would probably, if they knew I was talking about them or they're listening and they know I'm talking about them, they're probably laughing right now. Right. Because they know they did that. And they're usually a person, when they know they do, they've done something goofy, they laugh about it. And they also freaking crushed it. Yeah. So I don't I don't think they're upset at all. <laughs> and it adds to the legitimacy of what we did and the numbers that, that you achieved if we have these standards. They're very important. Yeah. yeah. Which is really important because that's how you now have a new benchmark that you can repeat. So if I'm loosey-goosey with a standard, you can't repeat that benchmark. So I know it's not on our little whiteboard brief, but talk about just really briefly the usefulness of the numbers that you did collect. Yes. So you know your one rep max back squat, press, and deadlift. What does that mean for the year to come? Perfect. Besides bragging rights. <laughs> well, bragging rights and feeling better about yourself. Also, if you didn't PR, don't worry about it. Assess it. Look at it. We'll talk that in another time. Um, what it means now. This is now a baseline for you to work off of on what is heavy for you. Not only in that lift, but other lifts. Like your one RM strict press should be something that's not heavy for you to push press. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so when I come to you and I go, you know, you're moving that really, really well. You should go heavier. And you go, no, this is so heavy. Think back to that and go, wait a minute. Is this heavy because I'm tired, fatigued, and didn't eat today? 
Or is this heavy because I'm nervous and scared about a new lift that I've never done? And if it's that second one, pat yourself on the back, give yourself a butt tap. I don't know what you need for an encouragement, but go for it. Yeah. You're going to be all right. You're actually probably going to crush it. So that's one thing to kind of keep in mind and kind of work through okay. is it's, this is now a new thing to build off of and train with. Um, it's a way in which like a percentage basis is not quite perceived exertion, but now it's a percentage basis. Yeah. All you people that like numbers. Yeah. Well, and here's a great example of that. We can all agree that 50% of our one rep will not feel like 10 out of 10 if we do it once. But if you do it 20 or 30 times, I bet you it feels like it's a 10 out of 10. Yep. And that's where you can start to now manipulate things and understand things and go, oh, this is why, this is how I'm not getting to that feeling point. Or this is where I'm not getting to that training point. And it's great because now it's based on how you feel that day. It's based on how you slept. It's based on how you ate. It's based on how your job was stressful. It's based on the water you took. It's based on, oh my God, I woke up 10 minutes before 6 a.m. class and I'm still half asleep and trying to back squat. Like that, that feeling will come sooner to you. You just now need to recognize it and translate it. Yep. I think so. another thing you talk about, um, I don't know if you talked about warming up, but um, sometimes if you think, perhaps you think your press is 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And you'll go to a 15 pound bar to warm up and then maybe you'll go to 25 pounds and then maybe you'll go to 45 pounds and then maybe you'll go to 50, you know, like too many sets because your 70 isn't actually your one rep max. It's maybe more like 85 or 90. So maybe next time, since you have that knowledge, you start with a 33 pound bar and then maybe go to 55. And then, you know, so you can be more efficient with your warmups if you know what the target is. And I would say when you warm up for the, any of these lifts, you should have your target in mind and then work backwards as opposed to just starting with an empty bar and then just randomly putting some weight on. Um, for instance, a back squat, you know, you're, you're doing a three by five. You're Janie, shout out, 250 is your one rep max. I don't want to see you warming up with 65 pounds, then 75 pounds, then 85 pounds. Because how long is it going to take you to get, that's a three by five, 80, 85%, right, of that number. It's going to take you forever and you're going to waste a lot of energy. So what do you think of that? Don't mistranslate what Robin's saying, though. This is a big key. Because some people will take that and go, oh, I'm just going to do three sets, three big jumps. And then I'm going to be ready to no, do I my... No, I don't say... I did not say skip your warm-up. I said be more thoughtful about it and be more efficient about exactly. it. Exactly. Because I would rather you over-warm-up than under-warm-up. But there's also still some expended energy there. So you... Yes. As you get more experienced here, if you're new, don't do anything I just said. As you get more experienced, this is where you can make your 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 lift, your lift session more efficient. Um, just like we teach you how to make your movements more efficient. So this mm -hmm. is just ways. And this having that baseline knowledge will help you plan for those lifting days. Exactly. That That's what I wanted to make sure got translated. Yes. Because in the other side of that, your press is 100 pounds. Don't put 75 pounds on as your first set. Exactly. Yeah, it goes both ways. <laughs> it goes both ways. Think it out. I like to take the little whiteboard and write it out. I'm a visual person. So, I mean, again, this is for... 
getting more sophisticated. It's not for beginners or learning, but it's just how you can get as you're doing this year to year. I have some people's like total weights from 2021, 2022, 2023. You guys, you can get more sophisticated now. You've been doing this a while yeah. and use those weights. So, yeah. And that's how we can, you don't waste time and look at Ben and Robin at the end of a strength thing and go, but, but, but I need another lift. It's like, <laughs> plan it out plan yeah. it out you have 20 minutes you're resting two to three minutes between you know warm sets yeah and, and, and also in that like your first quick three can be really quick because now you know wow this is like 50 percent. so yeah. i can go fast here i can do a set of five on the minute for three minutes and now i'm like sweating warmed up and then i can start resting and really hitting the weights yeah you know and, and that type of stuff cool so i think it's awesome um if you didn't get to come Saturday, for whatever reason, talk to a coach. We will redo the total with you. Whether that's at an open gym hour, at a check-in, whatever. Get your check-in. Uh, <laughs> I did a check-in this morning. It was an hour. We got all three lifts in. She could have gone even heavier. So we went maybe five minutes late because we really wanted to uh, add some more weight to our deadlift. But she got all three in. She PR'd all three lifts and it was just a one-on-one. -on -one. So you can still do it. And exactly. It's a, it's a great way to spend, even if you just pick one of those lifts. That's what I talked to a client about of we'll just do one of them. Yeah. We'll um, get you really warmed up. We'll plan it really well for you and we can get you some big numbers. Exactly. Cool. So. I love it. But yeah, I think we had, what, 25 people yeah. do the total? Yeah, and it was really fun. So again, if you missed it, we're so sorry. Um, plan a check-in with your coach and do something to get the numbers. Um, and then put it on your calendar for next year. It's exactly. usually the first Saturday. First Saturday in December. December. Yeah. Cool. All right. So in, in our little brief, you put, what's next? Assess, progress, and imbalance. Got it. So assess how you did. Did you PR? Did you not PR? Take a look at that. One of our clients very jokingly got mad at me and said, Ben, you didn't check my schedule and program the deadlifting days when I could come. <laughs> she was completely joking with me, but she's like, I missed every deadlifting day and that's the only lift I didn't PR. Interesting. She tied her PR, which I gave her grief for, based on my theories and philosophies. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen to me in that one, but as I always say, Especially in a total like day, just put the little one pounder. Put the, on. put the one pounders pounds. on there. Yeah. <laughs> Break that ceiling. Break yeah. that ceiling. Um, but that's something to take note of. It's like, oh yeah, I missed all of those days. Why did I do that? And it could just be schedule. Schedule. It could just be that. I will tell you that I put them on all different days. We so, did that on so, purpose. Yeah, so, we did that for all uh, the lifts. For yeah. all the lifts, trying to. So, but again, if you're like Ben. Maybe it was a secret bias, an unconscious, subconscious. Exactly. Bias, if you're like, Ben, I'm, I'm coming these days and I miss that. And I'll go, really? And I'll look at it. And if you're right, I will adjust. Yeah. I, I know I have holes in my game and I'm always willing to adjust when I see them. But if you look at it and you say, Ben, you did this. And I go, but here's where it's not that. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm sorry. I love you still. But just take note of that. Yeah. Um, check it in balance. How does your deadlift compare to your back squat? Your deadlift should be the 100% number and your back squat should be 80% of that. So if you did 300 pounds, Janie. your <laughs> back squat should be above 240 or at 240. Now, if they're closer together, 
might tell you you need to train a little bit more of your deadlift hinge. Yeah. In that position. Might tell you you have a little bit of bias to the front side of your body with your squat. Things like that. Yeah. It, it just gives you opportunity and holes on where to go and where to change. One client I talked to, like goals, I'm like, compare this now to your body weight. Right? Like, could you press your body weight? Could you squat your body weight? Can you deadlift your body weight? Those types of pieces and parts. It's now where you can start to look at these things and start to compare those imbalances. And they're not imbalances in a bad way. It's a, oh, this is, you know, this is the next shortcut I can take. This is the next hack that I can take Again, to see progress. Again, it's becoming more sophisticated in your training. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're out of the like learning kind of on-ramp phase, these are ways to kind of keep getting a little bit better. And your your weights might not even go up that much, but these are ways to kind of trick it. And on that vein, and we've talked about this a lot, you have, if you didn't PR, but you stayed the same, especially if you're of a certain age... That is amazing. That's progress. When I talked to a couple of clients, they didn't PR, but this was the first time they felt good going heavy in a very long time. Mm. And it was more, and they, they agreed with me when I said, that was a little too light for you. They agreed with me and they go, you know what? Today was all about confidence. Oh, Today was all about rebalancing that and understanding that I could do this again. Yeah, I like that. And I'm like, Perfect. Or like you said, coming back from an injury. Exactly. Maybe you didn't get to train as much as you normally do with the heavier weights this year, but you still didn't go down a lot. That's great. That's, again, that's fantastic. You have to, none of the things we do in the gym is done in the gym. There's no bubble that vacuum or, you know, we're not vacuum sealing things so okay. that it's all protected in the gym. Everything that happens outside of the gym impacts that. So you and I just be in a different phase of life you know maybe approximately five months ago you entered a new being into the world <laughs> and it's just not the same i'm like yeah it's okay yeah there's no problem with that and if you assess that you might go oh yeah i'm okay with that for sure in the same way that athletes retire from sports in the same way that you finally graduated from college or whatever you know like yeah. those things like matter so yeah um cool I think we can all see that in a different phase in our life, an example. All right. And then this is kind of my wish list from Ben. What's the next cycle? We've been focused on the total. What's the next programming cycle? Perfect. So this is where we're now going to look to build our capacity. So our ability to do work across broad time and modal domains. Well, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I think I've heard that <laughs> so, so what we did was now I made it in the last cycle, we were more focused on building a one rep, very fast, quick thing. Like I joked with a client yesterday because we were talking about breathing and move, movements and things like that. What do you think the slowest deadlift was or the slowest back squat was or the slowest press was? And he was like, two seconds. I'm like, you didn't watch enough because there were definitely some 10 to 15 second reps. Yeah. But again, if you think about that in terms of what we do in the gym, that's super fast. Yeah. You guys would love it if I gave you 15 second AMRAPs. I sure would. <laughs> you know, so now what we're going to do is instead of on that peak of performance, we're going to look at taking that and translating into how do I do that over five minutes? How do I do that over 10 minutes? How do I do that over an hour? And those type of things and feelings and motions and movements. So basically what I'm going to say is, all right, now we peaked your max how does that translate to everything else across so, the board? Going back to capacity's definition, give us an example. 
of a measure of capacity. A measure of strength would be a one rep max deadlift. Perfect. What would be a measure of capacity? Your ability to carry the groceries in in one trip, whether that's a bunch of bags, groceries and things and heavy things that you got to transfer. I always think of my ability to take the mulch from my driveway in the front to my backyard and spread it. How about on, on in the gym? Perfect. I like going life than into I know, the gym. I love it. I yeah. love it. Let's so go now, the gym now. now it's okay. One rep back squat. Perfect. At how many reps in 10 minutes can you do at 50% of your one rep? Got it. How many thrusters can you do in seven minutes paired with other movements? Mm. <laughs> Sounds familiar as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's coming next, <laughs> next week. Next week. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the point is now I got, okay, I have this peak strength, but now what can I do with it? What can I be with it? And maybe it's like, you know what, Ben, I didn't need to peak my strength. I needed to peak all these other pieces. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that are like that. Or maybe you're like, Ben peaking my strength has never interested me. I don't care. I want the the sweaty out of breath thing, long, slow, steady distance thing. Fine. But understand to be better at that long, slow, steady distance thing, you might actually have to improve your overall number one. Yes. So both matter. And that's where we're now we're going to switch directions a little bit. Not to say that we still won't do things that make you stronger. That's not what I'm saying. No. I am saying now I have to look at how fast can you do three rounds of 10 back squats and running? Yeah. You know, if you are stronger, that might take that back squat weight from being 70% of your max to 50% of your max, which we can all agree. Probably we could do more reps of if our lungs weren't going to explode. Mm -hmm. But when we figure out, Oh wow, my lungs are exploding, not my legs and my strength. Ah, now I know the next area to improve upon. Yeah. And that's the beauty and balance that we try and strike in the cycles of the gym, in the different quarters and seasons of the gym. So that's what's coming next is more how capable are you of translating that into more repetitions? And at our core, we are generalists. So you will still see all the stuff, but there's always just a focus and mm-hmm. you have these programming focuses. Mm-hmm. All right. Capacity development from strength. Uh, you said that skills, drills, development. I, w- I want to go back to the capacity oh. development from strength. Okay. So we've said some pure strength things. Yeah. Now we want to see how that translates into other movements right. of strength. So now can I squatted on two legs. How can I move weight with one leg? Mm-hmm. where you'll see things like lunges, mm-hmm. where you'll see things like, well, I did back squats. Now I want to see what I can do for front squats mm-hmm. and translating that. You're going to see pressing differences. Like I built this overall strength capacity here. How does that translate into my technique and proficiency with other movements to utilize it? So not only how strong are my shoulders, but how strong are my shoulders with a push press, with the assistance of my legs, how strong are my shoulders with the technique of a push jerk mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's now translating those things into more technical things and those capacities and things like that. Um, cool. That translates into your next question about skills. Yes. Because now I have this pure strength. How do I make it into a skill? I think of this um, in golf. A lot of times. And I'm going to make this make sense for those who don't play golf. <laughs> you, If I handed Robin a club, she could go swing it as hard as she possibly can right now. Mm-hmm. And, and we would figure out what is that absolute strength. 
What we need Robin to do now is translate that absolute strength into the skill of actually hitting the golf ball, <laughs> not just swinging the thing as hard as she humanly possibly can. I just had a flash of you trying to teach me how to hit a golf ball. <laughs> Yes, things Ben will never do in his life. <laughs> you, you know where you draw lines with your significant other of I will not do this, I will not do that. You do that as well with your business partners and coworkers. I will not work with this person on this. I will not work with that person on that. All that funny stuff. Yeah. Like that's where I draw the line with Robin. I will not teach her how to do anything outside of the gym. Especially not skill-based. <laughs> nope. And I have no problem admitting to that. Right. And if you think I'm a bad person for that. No. Please come spend time with Ben and Robin and you will understand very quickly why this is saving Ben's life and protecting all of you. All right. So you're outside the gym, now inside the gym skills. Exactly. So this is where we're going to look at some of the more challenging things we do in the gym. So we're going to look at Oli lifts. Yeah. How do we translate into things like squat cleans, squat snatches, things like that? We've done a lot of power work, but now we got to start working into the other pieces and parts there. And those things. Now, that doesn't mean everybody's going to do that. Maybe you're just going to work power things. And that's where your skill level and technique level is. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. We're also not going to look at singles of those. We're going to look at how do we cycle these? Yeah. How do I do a set of five with these? How do I do... skill. (laughs) How do I do... um, how do I do quick singles with it? How do I do fives unbroken with it? And what are those weights? And how does that look? And all of that. How well do I lift when I'm tired? Mm. And things like that. Next, we're also going to translate our strength because we've been doing a lot of strict things and other skilled things to other gymnastics movements. So we're going to get that first toe to bar. We're going to get that first pull up. We're going to get that first handstand in the middle of the floor and things like that and start pairing those together. So you might see more EMOM-like things to pair two skills together for development. So you might see a press and a handstand combo. You might see a squat and a pull-up combo. You might see a toe-to-bar EMOM just working on the skill of the toe-to-bar to get better at that. So when it comes time for you to test that skill and see if you can actually do it, you can. Yeah, sounds fun. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I know for some people it won't be the funnest thing they do in the gym because some people just want to lift heavy. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And I love you for that. Yeah, and we still will. We still will. We'll still be lifting, don't worry. And also, as always, it's squat snatch day and you're like, yeah, not feeling that, I'm gonna deadlift today. Perfect. Totally fine. Perfect. (laughs) We got you. We got you. But, you know, we are preparing for something. Yes. And if you want to have fun during the, this particular something, (laughs) you might want to work on these skills. Or if you don't give a damn about that something. Yep. You want to work on these skills to make you more fit. Yeah. More capable in life. Yeah. You want to work on these skills to build new muscle and change your body composition. You want to work on these skills to alleviate stress and let you work faster and harder in workouts. So you're out of your brain and out of the bullshit of life that followed you into the gym that day. Yeah. You know, that's why we do all this. Right. And if you're like, Ben, I don't care about any of this. We might want to have a bigger conversation there. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you just find joy in back squat, deadlift and press and nothing else, maybe that's all you should do. Yeah. And we should have a talk. 
I don't believe that's. I don't think that's true for most of our clients. I'm going to argue 99% of yeah, our clients. They have a lot more. They have a fun doing all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. They might not have fun, but <laughs> they might go, I don't like this, but I see the value in it and I see the results it brings me. So I will do it. Absolutely. Yep. And that's okay. You do not have to have fun with burpee MRAPs. No. But you better understand what they give you and how they help you. And if you don't, come have a conversation with Rob and I. Oh, yeah. We will talk to you and walk you through it and give you the like, Oh, this is why. This is why the nonsense Ben does is why he does it. Because otherwise, I wouldn't torture you with it. I have simpler ways to torture people, and I don't like it. Yeah, we just be on the assault bike all the time or something. I mean, this is... No, we just, like, pick off fingernails or, like, burn you with matches. Okay, we're going dark. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to our positive where we started with the... The pretty, the pretty pop of color. Hey, you asked me to torture people. I, I, I know. <laughs> right, I, I in it. the words of Liam Neeson, I have a certain set of skills or whatever he says. Take All it. Right, so any final words on this programming focus? <sighs> For those of you that had fun with the strength stuff, congratulations. You did fantastic. Now we're going to switch it up, but you're still going to benefit from it. For those of you who put up with all the strength stuff and were bored and hated it and didn't want to do it anymore, yippee, it's done and over with. And now you get to go to the fun stuff that feels more, I'll say it, crossfitty. Yes, it's definitely more crossfitty. Um, yeah, it's fun. Also, I want you to understand that in the same way, like you have to drink your water, sometimes you have to do the things you don't want to fully do. So this is where you're going to be like, oh, I just want to back squat. Well, no, we're lunging today. And it's okay. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to hurt your butt the next day. And your lunges will make your back squat better for next time. Exactly. For all those people who are like, we don't do enough of this, Ben. And then they all PR'd. I went, "Yeah, maybe there's some weird madness to the things that go on in Ben's brain that is why we do this. Yep. So I will tell you that. I will also tell you it will be fun. It'll be new, it'll be fun, and it'll be different. And that's what's important once in a while. So that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So sit back, buckle up, and let's get ready to build our capacity and get new skills. Love it. Perfect. Have a great day, gang.